You're listening to World Oil Deep Dive, conversations with energy industry leaders and engineers about the market trends and technologies shaping the oil and gas industry. Now, here's this week's episode. All right, everybody, uh, welcome back. Uh, we're here today with uh, Baker Hughes and uh, in some remote building, <laughs> the secret the secret bunker of Baker Hughes. But we're here with Ahmed Zachariah. Ahmed, welcome to the show. No, thank you, Jim, and thanks definitely for World Oil to be here. I'm happy here to discuss and talk about uh, Baker Hughes and our recent technology for geothermal. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good conversation, I think. But before we get into that, tell me, Ahmed, tell me a little bit about um, yourself, your background, and how you came to this position at Baker Hughes. Sure. Like, I mean, just like, I mean, Baker Hughes first is an energy technology company, and that's why everyone is passionate about it. Uh, it's an energy technology company that exists over 140 uh, countries. We uh, design, manufacture uh, technologies that can make the energy safer, cleaner, uh, more efficient to get the planet to a better place and get our community to a better, uh, better place. So I'm personally very passionate about uh, developing technology, and that's why I joined Baker Hughes. And uh, yeah, here we go. I, um, my role within the organization, I uh, lead the product line for acidizing and water conformance. It's a sub-product line uh, within pressure bombing, and uh, mm. my role in simple wars just to achieve the same mission as Baker Hughes when it comes to acid, stim acid stimulation and uh, water conformance and the management. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's good because uh, this is going to be an interesting conversation then because we're going to get into that acidizing for geothermal here shortly. But f for our folks who, who maybe don't know, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, geothermal energy and how all yeah. that works. Sure. I mean, if you look at, if you think about geothermal world, right, it's geo, it's like more like a Greek word, right? So it, mm -hmm. it refers to the earth. And thermal basically refers to heat or thermal. So geothermal assembly is extraction of thermal energy or heat from earth. So by analogy, like in, in oil and the gas industry, we drill wells to extract hydrocarbons that can be used then for, to turn on turbines and, and um, generators to generate actual electricity. So in geothermal industry, we drill wells to extract heat or hot water or steam, or in right. other words, uh, to extract thermal energy that can actually be used to, as a fuel to generate or turn on the, the, the turbines and the generator to generate electricity. Right. Like to give the audience an idea here how the geothermal industry actually is, is growing, like, I mean, back in 2016, 2017, the geothermal power capacity was around 3,700 megawatts. Now we are talking about 17,000 megawatts. So, 17,000? Yeah, so you could see how the big leap the geothermal industry actually is, is taking right now. Right. We have some some countries that rely heavily on, on geothermals, like Iceland, for example, you have 90, 18% of, of the homes are all heated from geothermal energy. Wow. We have like countries like Kenya, 40% of the electricity generated from the geothermal. So it's a reliable, it's a renewable um, energy and, and definitely bigger use would play a, a significant role here to enable that, uh, that energy for our community and our planet. Yeah, well, tell us a little bit about the, um, the risks involved with that, right? Because, okay, we understand, I mean, we're all oil and gas people, we understand the risks involved with that. Are, are they different in, uh, you know, geothermal drilling and production? Yeah, I mean, there are definitely some challenges uh, when it comes to fully recover the geothermal, geothermal energy, right? So we have to understand three components here. The, the heat that is within the earth, right, that right. we would like to extract, and the carrier fluid, 
that carry that heat up to the surface, and the pathways that are within the formation, which we call it permeability. These are the pathways that we target here uh, for, for, for the geothermal technologies. These are the challenges, because if these pathways are got, got blocked by scales deposited within those pathways, then that would result in flow restrictions and reduce the productivity potential of the geothermal, uh, of the geothermal wells. So there is a lot of challenges when it comes to acid stimulation and cleaning up these pathways to recover or restore the productivity of the geothermal wells. Right. And so, like, this is a, a common problem in all geothermal wells, right? Because you have one hole where you're putting water or some type of fluid in, pumping it through the rock that's heating it up into steam and then capturing it on the other side. And so just like, um, you know, the water pipes in your home or something like that, scale develops over time, exactly, right? Exactly. And so that would slow down the amount of water that's going through or block it completely at some points, right? And, and that's why we have like, I mean, talking to, our, to geothermal operators, when they do even acid stimulation job, which is kind of the well intervention where you pump acid from the surface yeah. to dissolve those type of, of scales uh, to restore the productivity, uh, talking to some geothermal operator, even with those common regular acids that we, 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 we commonly pump here, uh, they got their wells completely blocked. Completely, uh, wow. Yeah. And, and that's one of the challenges that we have with the current system that, in, that are in the, in the market. So, right. I mean, we commonly used um, hydrochloric acid and hydrofluoric, hydrofluoric acid, but these simple regular... <laughs> we don't use that stuff yeah, anymore, that, do those, we? Those are very, very, very corrosive. Like yeah, when yeah. it comes to those very high temperatures and the geothermal uh, conditions. So they are very corrosive. They can um, impact the, the integrity of the... Uh, of the wells of oh, for, for sure, for geothermal. Yeah. So um, that's one of the major um, challenges when it comes to those regular um, acid systems. Other than that, I mean, when you bump those acids at these high temperature conditions, and uh, once they are in the formation, they react very aggressively uh, mm. with the formation and they spin near the whirlpool. So rather than have those acids tackle the scales that are deep into the formation to clean up the pathways, right. they just like spin near the whirlpool. They just ah, okay. tackle the scales that are just near the whirlpool, right? And that impact definitely the success of, of the treatment itself. Yeah, and, yeah. and the aggressive reaction may even result in kind of other precipitation, like so we call it secondary and tertiary precipitations that can completely block the productivity of the geothermal uh, right. And this is where you guys come in, right? Because you were right. like, hey, we can't do it this way, which is what we've always done. We need to come up with a new uh, acidization process that will clean it out all the way through the formation, right? Exactly. And a major, and a major uh, challenge here that most of those geothermal sites are within urban and developed areas. So oh, handling right. live <laughs> acids on location, that's definitely bring an HSE concern that right. we yeah. need to tackle here, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Interested in all things oil and gas? We've got a podcast for you, The Energy Pipeline. Join us each week as we cover the latest trends, transformations, and success stories alongside various key figures from the world's leading energy companies and beyond. Listen to The Energy Pipeline wherever you stream your podcasts or visit cat.com slash energy pipeline. So, so tell us more about, uh, about your uh, is it called an acid? Is, it, is that what we call it? It's a kind of an acid, but it changed the way that we do the stimulation, right? It, right. It's called thermostim. Right. Um, 
so we don't deal with assets anymore on on location right, right okay it, um, it's a it's kind of a, a mixture of the component that's neutral on the surface um, it can be as simple as uh, mix it in in freshwater tanks so you don't even need any anymore this acid mixing layouts oh nice and nice. all those acid approved hoses bombs uh, piping systems etc um, so it's a fluid that you can pump um, and when only when it's in the formation it turns into an acid with time oh, and, and temperature yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so then it resolved a big challenge that we have with the corrosivity of the fluids under this high temperature because when you bump it, you bump it as a neutral fluid, it's a safe fluid technology, right? Uh, to, to the wellbore tubulars, gonna maintain the wellbore integrity of the geothermal uh, wells, and only when it's in the formation, then, then it turns into, uh, into acid. Um, it tackled the second challenge with, with, with the regular acid that can spins near the wheel bore, right? Right. Now, now you have the fluid that when you, when you bump it, it's not an acidic, it's, it's a neutral fluid. So it can go deep into, into the formation and then it turns into, into acid. So it, it can tackle the deep damage and the near wheel bore Right, exactly. But, but tell me, so how does that, how does that happen? I mean, how, how did, what's the reaction that causes it to turn to acid once it's down there? Yeah, that is then the, the secret behind the technology, right? So <laughs> that's a secret a, sauce. It's we a mixture. Yeah, it's that. a mixture of the component that, when with time and temperature of the geothermal wells, it can turn that neutral fluid into basically an acid wow. that can do the matrix stimulation and dissolve the scales and clean up those pathways to maximize the recovery from the from the production wells or the geothermal uh, geothermal wells. So you have all the environmental benefits of you're not playing with acid on top and having to worry about that. And then w once it's in there and it's done its job, it's dissolved the scale and it's be everything's being pushed through the reservoir again. Uh, are there any special concerns you have to have on the other side, having the acid mixed with the steam on the other side? Is there a separation process or a cleaning process? No, I mean, it's going to dissolve then the scales and going to spent. So it's going to be back again to the neutral fluid that ah, can okay. be flowed back easily uh, from, from the wells. Uh, but talking about environmental and, and uh, the HSC benefits, definitely it's a great it's a great benefit here, right? Oh, huge! Yeah. You eliminate basically handling of live acid on uh, on location. You eliminate any risk of acid spills that can leak under the ground. Oh yeah, of course. And because yeah. environmental, yeah, yeah. Not, environmental to mentor, concerns, not to mention right? the people themselves, yeah, exactly. right? I mean, handling the, like acids is a serious serious thing, yeah. right? So you got to be careful. So. How long have you had this out? How long is uh, so we have uh, we have recently launched Thermostem yeah. a couple of months ago. Ah, okay. Uh, we have actually bumped it with a big operator in uh, Indonesia in Asia Pacific market, and um, it really brings operations efficiency uh, when it's uh, being bumped over there, and and we continue implementing the technology with with the customer over there and in other parts of the world for sure. So, so the reaction so far has been, hey, this is fantastic. This is yeah. letting us increase our production or uh, bringing wells back online that weren't that were completely blocked by scale. Right? Definitely. Wow, Definitely. wow, that's got to be exciting for them, right? Because you know that's something different than our regular issues we would have. And if all of a sudden you say, wait a second, production is going down, production is going down, oh, it stopped completely. Yeah, what I mean, can actually, we do? I mean, that's yeah. crazy, right? Well, actually, actually, it was very positive and great. I was like, we got like some questions like. Okay, is it that simple? I mean, can we just like mix those components in a freshwater tanks on the bomb? It was like, yeah, it brings that operations efficiency. It's uh, it's pumped, it's proved in the field, and it brings operations efficiency. And uh, you don't deal with acid. That something was like out of mind. It's not like it wasn't an option on the table. Even right, exactly. Before when exactly. It comes. So it changed completely the way how we do stimulation.
yeah. for, for geothermal wells and even for other oil and gas that's, wells. That's fascinating. What is really more interesting that this technology was was mainly designed for geothermals, right? Mm -hmm. But then when we start to talk about it, it attracts a lot of attention from oil and gas too because it brings significant HSE benefits, right? Right, exactly. You don't have to deal with assets anymore, right? Right. And, and, bring, uh, bring and reduce the carbon footprint, etc. So it attracts a lot of attention also from oil and gas, um, oil and gas industry too. That's interesting. Maybe we'll yeah. have to come back and do an, ap uh, an episode just on sure. yeah, thermostem for <laughs> regular, you know, oil and gas operations. Sure. That would be fascinating. So obviously you guys are, uh, you know, spending a lot of time on R&D or developing things. So, so what's coming in the, in the future? Do you see any, uh, any uh, new innovations like that? I mean, not having to use acids, that's, that's huge in and of itself. Are you guys working on something else? Yeah, so the challenges will never end, right, for geothermal. Right. And, and we are like, as in the, the, the core of, or the, of our mission is like, we are an energy technology company. So we always have to innovate and bring technologies to resolve those, those challenges. So. We have other challenges in, in the geothermals, like the formation itself are very big, they are very large. Mm -hmm. So to effectively place those acid systems across these large intervals, we have to come up with like kind of a diversion fluid ah, uh, that can even uniformly distribute that acid right. across those large intervals of the geothermal. So that's one technology that we are, it's under development right, uh, right now. Uh, other uh, technology also that can tackle the scales that deposit in the well board itself. So thermostem, oh, right. yeah, because that's down in the formation. But what about but in the about bore, the well right? Bore, right? Yeah, yeah, because right. thermostem would is designed more for the matrix stimulation, but the other technology is more to tackle the scales that are within um, the well bore. Um, so yeah. then we can come to to the, our customers and the industry with an integrated and complete package solution right. that can tackle the the challenge that we have in the well bore and the, the challenge that we have in 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 the formation. Yeah, and it's interesting uh, what you were saying about you know figuring some diversion system so that you can get uh, yeah. the fluid that becomes acid down into the reservoir evenly. But that's funny because that falls back on another one of our areas of expertise, right? In fracking, we, we've been working with diverters and, and, you know, trying to, you know, push perfs in different areas for a long time. So it, it's fascinating to me, you know, geothermal isn't oil and gas, but so much of oil and gas technology is, yeah. is applicable, right? Yeah, and the beauty here, like what's really interesting that while we are even developing those technologies, the, the, our goal of the net zero carbon emission by 2050 is always our minds, right? So just to give you an example here on thermostem, only on the fluids, we have used um, a software uh, that we have developed here internally in Baker Hughes called Fast LCA, which is Life Cycle Assessment. Mm -hmm. So if we look at the only fluid of thermostem, we, by using thermostem, you would reduce like between 80 to 90 percent of the carbon footprint compared to the regular acid system of the current solutions right now. Wow, 80 to 90 percent. Yeah, so that, that is only on the fluid, right? And right. then on the top of that, you add reduction in the, in, the, in, the, in the footprint for the acid mixing layout because you don't need the acid mixing layouts anymore. Uh, you also reduce the volume of the chemical that's needed uh, for the thermostem because you don't need any more corrosion inhibitors. Right. It's a neutral fluid. So it really provides substantial improvement or reduction in the carbon footprint compared to the conventional solutions. And that's something that also we're gonna keep in our mind while developing the other technologies that's gonna come up soon for the geothermal industry. So. Well, Ahmed, this has been really educational for me, hopefully for everybody out there. Um, and thanks so much for being on the show. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into our show. 
Please check out the show notes for the links we discussed in the podcast. We value your opinions, so if you have any questions or comments, kindly email them to us at deepdive at worldoil.com. Additionally, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us on your preferred podcast listening app. Lastly, don't forget to visit worldoil.com for the latest technical articles and news about the oil and gas industry.